the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I probably should have dealt with this story in conjunction with a story that I shared with you earlier. But I I wanted to make sure that I had time to get the story in about this United Methodist Seminary out in Denver. Folks, listen. We have a political problem in America. We have a moral problem in America. But our greatest problem is a spiritual problem. There is no doubt. The greatest problem America faces is a spiritual problem. And listen, no election will take care of that problem. No president will take care of that problem. No senator, no representative in the House of Representatives, no governor will be able to take care of that problem. Now, they can help. They can hinder We have had presidents, in fact, several of them in the past, that have called America not only to prayer, but to repentance. Abraham Lincoln did did that on several occasions. He said, we need to repent of our national sin. Oh, yes, he said that. Check, check, check it out. Uh, And so I wanted to make sure that I was able to share that story with you so that you know how bad it is getting in mainline Protestant denominational seminaries. Absolutely abandoned the truth of Scripture and have have become completely apostate. Now, I uh, mentioned to you earlier a story about biblical equality, race relations on a biblical basis, and how this whole thing of revenge and uh, anger, payback, is not a biblical principle. Neither is most, not all, but most of the discussions that involve the word equity. Not always. But usually when you see the word equity, you know that it's something nutso. Can I give you an illustration? Seattle. 30 years ago, the city of Seattle passed a law that if if you're riding a bicycle within the city limits of Seattle, you have to wear a helmet. Now, cities across America, some do, some don't. It's kind of like the seatbelt law. It's for your own good, for your own protection. But for 30 years, 30 years, the city of Seattle has had a law on the books. If you ride a bike in Seattle, you got to have 
a helmet. Well, in those 30 years, in many, many studies, they have determined that if you have a helmet and you are involved in an accident, you are between 63 to 88 percent with less risk of a head or brain injury. In other words, helmets reduce head and brain injuries anywhere between 63 to 88 percent. Well, just recently, the city of Seattle has rescinded their helmet law on bikes. Did away with it. Overturned it. And not only did they overturn it, it was overwhelming. The vote by the King County Board of Health was 11 to 2. 11 to 2. Now, why did they get rid of the helmet law in Seattle? You ready for this? Racial equity. Racial equity. According to the story, in 1993, King County passed a law that requires all bicyclists to wear helmets. The law was expanded to explicitly include Seattle in 2003. The law was enacted to decrease the severity of bicycling incidents. And again, by their own research, it worked. Up to 88% effective in preventing brain or head injuries. So why in the world did they revoke this law? Can I read to you what the city of Seattle said? Quote, the community began noticing data that suggests black and homeless bicyclists were receiving more tickets than others. Seattle Police Department data collected and analyzed by Seattle Neighborhood Greenways and the Helmet Law Working Group shows that police disproportionately gave helmet law citations to black, indigenous, and people of color cyclists, states the press release from the Public Health Insider for Seattle and King County. Their analysis found that black riders were nearly four times as likely to be cited by police for not wearing a helmet while biking compared to white riders. Further, in Seattle, nearly half of the citations issued for biking without a helmet were given to people living homeless. All right now, I have some questions. Why is that the case? Was it because white police officers were discriminating against black kids wearing bicycles and homeless kids or homeless individuals riding bicycles? Uh, Doesn't say. Or was it simply because minorities refused to obey the law more than others? And again, I don't know. It doesn't tell me. And I want you to listen to this. This is a quote from King County Council Member Joe McDermott. Now remember, 11 to 2, they revoked this law 
for racial equity. And I quote, Helmets save lives, full stop. But the disproportional enforcement of the requirement gives us concern. When the Board of Health first adopted a helmet mandate, helmets weren't part of our social norms and our culture. And so the legal requirements for helmets was new and carried weight. But I think societal norms and expectations have changed significantly in the 30 years since. Now, what is he saying? He's saying that wearing helmets is not socially acceptable among minorities. So, more minorities are going to die. More minority kids are going to be hurt, injured, brain damage, and even die. They know that. They're removing an 88% reduction of head and brain injuries because they want to demonstrate racial equity. So in other words, we think it's okay if you get a brain injury, you're paralyzed, It's okay with us if you die, as long as we can have racial equity. Can somebody tell me how that makes sense? Now, again, if they did an investigation and they found out that white police officers were discriminating against black kids who didn't have helmets more than white kids, well, what's the answer? You educate the white police officers, and if necessary, you punish them. But if this law was actually saving lives, and again, they didn't revoke it on constitutional grounds. Well, we found that mandating a helmet is unconstitutional. No, no, it's not on constitutional grounds. It's on this phony baloney racial equity grounds. And so they are willing to allow minority individuals and homeless people receive brain injuries and even die, all in the name of racial equity. It is an insane world that we're living in. It really, really is. Oh! Uh, Who controls Seattle? Oh, yeah, the liberal left. Yeah. Yeah, they really care about uh, the minorities, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, since we're we're talking about race and race relations, and and let me let me again make it absolutely crystal clear: racism is evil, prejudice is evil. Bigotry is evil. 
It is unbiblical. It is anti-God. It is anti-Christian. Jesus died for all people. And the fact that we are sinners makes us all completely equal before God. And the only remedy is salvation through Jesus Christ. And that makes us all equal as well. The ground really is level at the cross. The ultimate answer to racism, the cross, the blood of Jesus that washes us from our sin and makes us one in the family of God. That's that's one of the beauties of, of being a Christian. I've had the privilege of being in either 31 or 32 countries around the world. Uh, I have been in highly sophisticated settings in Europe with highly educated people. Ah, A couple of times I've been around some people that you would call aristocratic. Kind of rare, but, but, but I have. I have also been in a grass hut in Kenya. And I mean a a grass hut with uh, a fire pit in the middle of the floor. That's what they use for heat and that's what they use for cooking. And by the way, the walls, well, it's made out of dung. I don't need to explain to you what dung is, right? I have had some incredible worship experiences with Maasai in Kenya, sitting on the floor in that grass hut, singing, worshiping together, not sharing the same language, but the same spirit. And then in Europe, with the highly educated, worshiping the same true God. Um, a church in Cambodia up on stilts, up probably, oh, 10 feet in the air. I had to climb up a ladder to get in. Again, a thatch roof, a church that would hold probably 100 people in the middle of the jungle in Cambodia, just worshiping God. A church built over the most polluted, dirty water I've ever seen in my life. It was a whole city in the Philippines. And all of the houses, why they did this, I have no idea, but they all lived out over the water. And you had to walk on these tiny, tiny little boards to get from one house to another all over the water. If you fell in the water, it was polluted. It was terrible. It was awful. And then way out at the end was the church built on these stilts out over the water and We sat on the floor and worshipped God. A beautiful church in Nigeria that had just been rebuilt because the Faluni herdsmen, these radical Muslims, had just wiped out an entire city of 25,000 Christians, burned every house, burned every church. And 18 months later, they had rebuilt the church. And it was honestly a beautiful building built on the same concrete foundation of the church that was that was burned down. And 
we stood and worshiped God on the blood-stained, and and I'm not making this up, the blood-stained concrete where most of the congregation previously had been slaughtered with machetes and swords. And we worshiped together. Different places, different cultures, different languages. Uh, Oh, my goodness, a jungle setting in Ecuador. I mean, deep, 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 deep in the jungle where they had killed a wild boar with a spear and prepared it for us. And they they cut the feet off of the wild boar and they made them like centerpieces in the middle of the table. And and then they got some kind of caterpillars and worm, worms and fried those up for us. I guess that was a real delicacy. These people had not seen white people before. And yet they loved Jesus, the same Jesus that I love. And we sat around that table in the middle of the jungle. And we worshiped God together. This is the answer to race relations. Understanding. That the cross makes us equal. Sin makes us equal first. I don't care whether you're educated, uneducated, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're homeless, or whether you live in a mansion. If you are a sinner, God looks at you the same way as he looks as a homeless person living under the bridge in a cardboard box. God looks at you the very same way if you don't know Christ as Savior. Once you accept Jesus, once you are saved, once you are born again, you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're a <clears throat> you're a millionaire spiritually because you have all the riches of Christ. This is what makes us equal. We can never forget that, folks. We can never forget that. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.